ACAST. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. My daughter, about two years ago, wrote on this dollar bill, millionaire mama for me. And I just like, I keep it and I hold it because, you know, when I first started OnlyFans, my intention was, you know, 50 bucks here and there gets me by. But now I am like determined to manifest this million dollars and change um, the trajectory for my kids. I love that. And I, I, I'm just going to say we count ourselves as proud subscribers and yes. uh, I'll tell everybody who's watching, go do it. It's worth every penny. So yes, thank you. Page. welcome fellow Lushes. Come on in, pull up a bar stool and enjoy some cocktails with dimples and the beard. You win a guest, you lose a guest. You win a guest, oh. take a guest. You know, you, oh my god! Didn't I just watch the other day? Do you know? <laughs> do you know how big a loser I am? Besides what I'm just doing right there, I'm wearing an eight dollar Walmart Biggie Small shirt, <laughs> and I don't give a fuck. That's phenomenal. Well, I don't know if anybody ever noticed, but we were trying to do fifty episodes with fifty different T-shirts because we're both T-shirt freaks, and I know I ran out. So I've $8 just dollars. It is. <laughs> uh, yeah. I've, I've, you've seen plenty. I, uh, back in, I wore an $8 ice cube shirt. So yeah. it's kind of, I wore a, uh, did you go to the gangster section in Walmart or what? <clears throat> Walmart's all the gangster section, baby. Oh, well, that's, that's what prompted me. I just, it's watched, OG. It's I just OG. watched straight out of Compton. Did you? Um, yeah, I bought it. Oh shit. I got to watch that. You never seen it? No, I haven't seen it. I want to see that. She's back. I can't guess it's back. I can't believe you're cooler. I mean, never leave a pretty lady waiting cooler than you i'm I'm more gangster than you i guess <laughs> yeah you are <laughs> certainly hi hello how are you i am so excited to talk with you guys i feel like it's been forever <laughs> it has been forever and i apologize for the way this week went i am uh i have plenty of drugs coursing through my body <laughs> to make this one happen uh it was not happening on Friday. I can tell you that it was bad. So, oh well, I'm glad you're on the men. <laughs> but COVID-free, good. No COVID. Oh, good. So, so obviously you Thank understand. You. I'm the tough one of the group because I would have went. I would have muddled through. <laughs> Pussy boy, he had to cancel. No, it's okay. I'm like the the biggest baby when it comes to being sick. So, I don't. I don't mind at all. I'd rather everyone be feeling good and you know better. So awesome. Well, awesome. we really appreciate that because. 
So let's get you introduced, Miss Sarah. Sarah Jury. Um, I came across your story. I heard it on Josh Potter's show. That's the and I literally, without even contacting him, went, Nope, I'm contacting her to see if we can correct. Because this is a story. This is definitely a story. Love it. This is a big story. Yeah. And then I I saw you on Josh's podcast on Monday, and it was fantastic. It was kind of cool to see it go full circle. Josh it has been. What's that? Josh is a good friend of ours. Oh, he is. Oh my gosh, he's the nicest too. So isn't he? I think you're overplaying mm -hmm. that a little bit. <laughs> well, I feel we, we've had him on the episode, and we were out drinking with him in Chicago once. I wouldn't say we're good friends. We're friends. <laughs> You're oh, once you've gotten drinking with someone and you got some stories, you're thank friends. you. Yeah, we... <laughs> it solidified the deal. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> so, drank yeah, a lot with him. <laughs> you, uh, <laughs> we did drink a lot with him. Um, your, your story hit the news when you were uh infamously fired for as a, as from your teaching job for, yes. for having an OnlyFans account. And uh, obviously, that's why we wanted to talk to you, find out where what went wrong and <laughs> how it all went down. Your side of the story. And let's see how this goes, because that is not right. Yeah, thank you. Because especially when this first came out and the media started picking it up and stuff, it was like such a surreal experience having articles written about you that um, you have no say in or, you know, people starting to fill in the story with their own imagination or, you know, writing the story from certain angles. So I think it's been important for me to like start speaking out and sharing my story. So yeah, absolutely. Were you ever contacted by anybody in the media before the story hit the media? I mean, did they ever call you and tell you, Hey, this is coming out? Um, no, I think there might have been somebody that had tried um contacting me for a comment but you can imagine when this was all happening um I wasn't like in the best frame of mind like like um to be commenting on anything yeah, so right. I feel like a lot better now that there's been a little bit of time to be able to um have some perspective while while I'm uh, talking about what happened a couple months ago. Yeah. It's it's relatively new. Yeah, it's not like it's years ago. This was just happening. Yeah, this did just happen. So do you want me to kind of go back and talk about why I started OnlyFans or how the yeah. OnlyFans page started? Yeah, we definitely, definitely. Yeah, definitely want to yeah, because I, I, I kind of know the answer, but I think it's important for people to hear the answer. Right. Yeah. So to kind of back things up a little bit, about five years ago, I became a single mom and, you know, I was living on a teacher salary <laughs> and, um, you know, moving out on my own into an apartment that rent was really expensive. And um, so as time went on, I started to try to pursue um side hustles I guess people call them like just jobs after yeah. work that I could do to kind of supplement my income so I tried everything like I even got trained on teeth whitening at a friend's salon um I started doing reading tutoring because my endorsement is in reading um I started do I got certified in group fitness and I started doing workouts with friends I started coaching friends on keto, like weight loss on the side. 
and I purchased sublimation equipment as well and taught myself how to make shirts and mugs and tumblers. So yeah, I was doing all these jobs and there were times that I would like go to work, teach. I would do our after school program. I would come home, I would do reading tutoring, and then I would stay up making t-shirts until bedtime. So I was like really working hard all the time. But despite trying to work so hard, um, I like just kept getting further and further in this poverty cycle. It was like my effort wasn't enough to um, really get me out of the debt that I was getting in further and further. Yeah. So, um, there was a a friend, a local friend who's about my age. I'm 40 years old. I'm a mom. And she was like on Facebook, she's like, Hey, I just made $10,000 on OnlyFans this month. Well, (laughs) you know, like I'm entrepreneurial. (laughs) I'm like, Ding, 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 ding. What's going on? (laughs) Man, I saw this post and she was like, listen, if you join up under my page, I will mentor you and I will show you how to get your page going. So not only did I sign up under her, but like a lot of people on Facebook did, (laughs) Um, you know, and people are like promoting their pages and stuff. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to have the month of July off of work. So in my mind, I was, I wanted to uh, get my page set up and then during my month off, test it out, see if it was like a legitimate way to make some side money. And if it was, then my hope was that I could sustain myself on OnlyFans, but teach because I loved it and not have a job that I loved that kept me in a poverty cycle. Yeah, right. I mean, OnlyFans, if it can provide that kind of income, obviously that allows you to do what you really want to do, what you really love doing, and not have to worry about the fact that it is criminally underpaid position. It is. It's the worst. And, you know, when you think about like, you know, so for me, just a little more backstory growing up, um, when I was 16 my dad died um homeless living in a park in phoenix oh my mom was a single mom in a poverty cycle so my whole life like all i knew was this poverty and struggling and stuff but i was always very smart and i was always good in school so i was like first generation college graduate i put myself through school i worked went to school But, you know, I chose one of the lowest paying careers for a bachelor's (laughs) degree. So when I became a single mom, unfortunately, um, you know, just with my job, although I loved it, I only got a raise every three years. I I didn't have health insurance, so I had to pay for that out of pocket as well. So there was just no, like, I feel, I felt like there was no way for me to get out of this um, financial situation that I was in. Yeah. I, I would imagine there's probably not wow. much left on a teacher's salary after rent, health insurance, and car payment or something that, like that. You probably don't have a whole lot left over, but what teacher was, don't pay you for health insurance. That's, that's yeah. criminal. That's that. Yeah. Well, this one, cause, because I worked for, I was a contract employee for the department of defense. Oh. Um, but no, I didn't get health insurance. So my paycheck was $1,600 
my rent was 1100 and my health insurance was 250 oh. So between rent and just my health insurance, there was a whole paycheck that was gone. Right. That's not groceries. That's not uh, car insurance. That's not my credit card payment because I started getting into trouble with that. Oh, yeah. Um, because well, it was what like, you got to do. I did. And I was doing what I had to do. And, um, you know, what happened was during COVID, there was like a little bit of a relief, right? Like um, I got a, a child tax credit. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. what happened was the uh, little bit of relief, like the child tax credit disappeared. And then all of a sudden inflation got really bad <laughs> and it was like gas prices skyrocketed, hmm. groceries skyrocketed. So I would remember like driving up to the pump and being like, okay, Sarah, do you have enough? Can I make it to my next paycheck or am I just going to have to put gas on a credit card? You know, yeah. oh, just yeah. those kind of situations. Yeah. And it, which, which are, are taunting on yourself. I mean, that's, that's hard to have to constantly think about that every time you do something. Yes. Every, every time. I mean, it got to the point, like my kids, I would sob in the bathtub, you know, and my kids would call me sad mommy. Uh, <laughs> how, how old are they? They're 10. I have okay. twins. Oh, nice. Oh. Nice. Nice. <laughs> So, so with twins, there are no just one of anything. You've got to, yeah. everything's yes, everything's doubled. So I I couldn't even get away with like squeaking by with one kid. I had yeah. to have two. You had to go know, double. I'm right. the overachiever. Everything I do, I guess, is like all or nothing. <laughs> so when you thought about OnlyFans, was there any hesitation on your part? Um, no, because I will tell you what happened was. Um, I started my page. I had two weeks off of work after school ended. I started my page, got it up and going. I had to go back to work and run three weeks of summer camp. So I go back, we run these three weeks of summer camp. Uh, my boss tells me great job, but right before I get fired, we have this casual conversation in the office about OnlyFans. So uh, my coworker comes in and she's like, hey, my husband went to a bachelor party in North Carolina or South Carolina. And she was like, they had a stripper there and the stripper uh, wanted $600 just to show up to the party. Damn. Thank you. That's <laughs> what we all said. Yep. And I was like, jeez. So... <laughs> I'm like, that's great money for yeah, <laughs> all right. the pay strippers really well. So then my coworker says, yeah, I should start an OnlyFans. And she said, but um, I might have my husband do it. He's like a bigger guy. She's like, I might have my husband do it because gay men love him and he can <laughs> test the waters out. Yep. Okay. So I'm sitting here. I'm like very interested in this conversation. My boss speaks up and he's like, oh, yeah, you guys should start OnlyFans pages and you should sell your panties on OnlyFans. Your male boss them. told you this? My male boss says this right. in this conversation. <laughs> okay. Well, so Did he I'm, offer to buy any? <laughs> no, but I'm charging double. <laughs> you should. At you least, should. At least. 
No, so he's saying like, um, yeah, you can make a lot of money selling your panties on OnlyFans. Men love panties. He's going mm -hmm. on and on. So in my mind, I'm like, awesome, great. Like, I don't, it reassured me that I wasn't, like, my job wasn't going to be at risk. Yeah, right. Because yeah. my boss is literally telling me to yeah. sell my panties on OnlyFans. <laughs> so in my mind, I'm like, check, great. So my boss was on my Facebook page. So after we had that conversation, I that was on a Friday. So I think like the next day, Saturday, I'm starting my month long break. And I'm like, uh, well, you know, I'm like business minded. So I'm like, I'm not going to make any money if I don't have any fans. And so I start posting about my OnlyFans page on my Facebook. Sure. Oh, so uh, so everybody can see it. Well, uh, just I mean they can't see anything risque because right, but... Facebook doesn't let you. Um, but yeah, like you know, in my mind, I'm like, you know, from the business side of OnlyFans, you got to have a funnel. You have to direct mm -hmm. people to your page. Right. So yeah, nobody I've knows been... to go look for you unless you tell them. <laughs> That's right. So yeah. I've been single a long time, like five years. So I'm like, you know who bugs me all the time? Men on Facebook. Yeah, I had like, I don't know, 600 friend requests. I <laughs> on, just let them Monday? all in. I, I accepted them all and I started like sending my link out. Hell yeah. There you go. And that's the way to do it, actually. Hell that's yeah. perfect. It was, it was exactly what I did. But yeah. that was by doing that that was when this guy in the community found out that i had an only fans and then that was when things went awry yeah so what's the time frame from launching it well let me let me ask you this before we go into that um when yeah. you launched it how how many fans did you get on only fans right away from your from your hard work of your, yeah, your smart just, work <laughs> thank you um i think about a hundred. Okay. I think about a hundred by myself. Um, but I wasn't making, I mean, I was making like $50 a day or something, sure. but for me, that was great. Cause it's yeah. like Steady. anything was helpful. Like 50 bucks fills my gas tank up. So, right. you know, I didn't have any grandiose ideas about OnlyFans at the time. I just had an idea of like any any income stream is helpful for me at this point yeah you Absolutely. need right i need a passive income stream and this is one that i can not only can i do this and it'll bring income but i could be doing another passive income stream well yes. this one is bringing money so yeah and see and that was the thing like um with my sublimation business for example I had to pay for the ink. That was like $400. I had to buy the special paper. I had to buy adhesive. And then I had to buy images for people. And then when the shipping costs got really high, a $3 shirt, what, by the time I had to pay $12 shipping, now it's a $15 shirt and people don't want to pay more than $20. Right. So I'm like charging $20 a shirt and making like two bucks right. and that doesn't even include my time. Like I couldn't even pay myself. So something like OnlyFans, I'm not having to like pay for a lot of 
expenses up front. It's I can take some pictures and post them. <laughs> yep. Yep. It's perfect. It's perfect. Now, when you started, were you shy about pictures you took or were you like, hey, this is this is natural. This is fun. You know what? Like, I will say for me personally, um, I used to be really, really overweight. So I lost like 80 pounds. I like after my divorce. Thank you. Yeah, it, it's been a lot of hard work. Teach me how. Yeah, it, it's not easy. That's why I want to say it. congratulations. You know what? I do. I'll do less for twenty bucks. So if you want, to, I did keto coaching. There if we you go. Want me, I'll set your macros for you. I like it. I like it. That sounds like yeah. the best coaching ever. I'm like, I'm like a, I'm like a, like I'll do it all. Like you know, I, I'll hustle. Like I'm, like. Tell me what you need. I'll make you a shirt. I'll tutor your kid in reading. I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll send you a nude. <laughs> it's an all, it's a one-stop shop, right? It's a one-stop shop. I like yeah, it. So um, I was like, I have felt at 40, like better than I've ever felt in my whole life about my body. So I think that truthfully it it was like a really empowering thing to mm. like finally feel sexy and beautiful uh like at mid-age <laughs> and also like I've been single so long and I'm not a fan of the hookup culture dating's been really really hard for me so I have actually been celibate for a long time so what I found with OnlyFans was that this was like a, a safe and virtual way for me to express my sexual energy as well. Sure. So it kind of like lined up in a way where I was actually experiencing some really good benefits of being on OnlyFans in a personal way. That's yeah, that's cool to hear. I, I never, never think of it from that side that, yeah, I mean, you're filling kind of filling that void if you're you know, you want to, you don't want to be out there hooking up. So you're, you're filling that void in a different well, way, which is cool. And you're, you're, you're changing, you change You're, you know, like you said, you're 40 now. So things are different now. Yeah. Like I do, I feel a lot more comfortable and I, you know, being a single mom, I've been like very protective of my kids. I've been very thoughtful about like dating and the type of person that I would like really consider being in a relationship with. So, um, you know, I think it was just there's a lot of stigma around OnlyFans and virtual sex and what people do on that platform. But when you look at reasons that people would want to be on the platform, there's lots of like really good and valid reasons. And if we can have really healthy, honest and transparent conversations about sex and sexuality and the place that virtual sex has in our society, there's like a really great way that virtual sex can be very helpful for people. Oh, amen. I mean, that's true. And we, we've had several over OnlyFans on. We so. have. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So have, so since you, you launched your site, have the, have more creeps come out of the woodwork or more decent <laughs> men come out of the woodwork asking you for dates? You know what? I don't, I still am not dating. I don't really get asked for dates. I more like, like, I think it's, I think it might make dating even more challenging at this point. But um, I would say in general on my OnlyFans page, the nicest, I've never met 
more kind men on OnlyFans. It's been like um, a really healing thing for me and very affirming because there have been so many men that have been so kind and so supportive. And it's been good for me to kind of see the, the challenges that men have with relationships as well. Yeah, um, that's for to, sure. To, yeah, to know that it's not just, it's not just me as a woman experiencing difficulties with the online dating culture, but lots of people do it and for lots of different reasons. So, um, you know, it's been a very affirming and good experience when it comes to that. And I always say like, um, maybe because I am a very kind person and like, I'm very like sweet and, and kind, um, and you come I, off that way. You, you totally come off that way. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I feel like I just attract those type of people. So, um, no, I've been like very blessed with the nicest fans. Well, not to, not to play matchmaker, but we get to Indiana like once a summer and this guy's single. So just saying, okay, where do you go in Indiana? <laughs> uh, we're big day Matthews band. Oh, so we get down to indiana for those shows not every summer but but yeah. quite a few times we've been down there we have a friend in carmela yeah and carmel 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 <laughs> uh, yeah carmel carmel that's carmel. the Why did that's, I go? that's the fancy like that's the affluent <laughs> like i don't know i feel like i'm in the like i'm in a cornfield or something <laughs> All I'm right. How far from Carmel? No, 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 yeah. no. We're, we're Two not... hours. Okay. An hour and a half. Oh, closer this way then. Yeah. <laughs> I've made the trip. We're, it's not that far. We're uh we're up in Wisconsin. So. We're in Wisconsin. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yes. we, we share the Midwest with you. We love it. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, because I think I'm like two hours to Chicago or hour and a half to Chicago. Okay. Oh. Okay. That's where we were. That's where we went out partying with Mr. Potter. Was that he was in Chicago? So well, next time I want an invite, you got it. You've got one. Sure. Absolutely. For sure. He is, he is definitely the coolest guy. So anyway, so now we're okay. I forgot where we were. You're yeah. So we, I've got the page. I've got about a hundred fans. Okay. I'm making 50 paying bucks fans. a day. Paying fans. Yeah. Yeah. They're paying. And, uh, you know, I'm like back at work running these summer camps. My boss just tells me sell my panties. So I like, take that to heart and yeah. i'm like you know what i'm gonna ramp this up i want to make some money in july my okay. hope was that in july i could match my teaching salary <laughs> so i was like man wouldn't that be cool if i could by the end of the month double my salary and start paying some stuff up right so uh so i'm starting to promote my page and there, like this is where it's like you couldn't write like what happens next it's because it's so crazy like shit gets crazy um there is and I knew of him I knew of him because this man targets teachers in the community okay and so what's I the connection have, what's his connection to the community he lives in the community does he have anything to do with teaching sure so his connection is he used to be a reporter but he was fired from like the reputable news stations. Okay. This is where you can tell he has this vendetta against teachers. His ex-wife is a teacher. That'll do so it. So <laughs> now, 
Yep. So <laughs> now he's got this vendetta against teachers, and his goal is to get teachers fired and write crazy stories about them on his blog. So um, I'm at the gym working out on a Saturday. And I get this DM from him. And he's like, I am so and so. I'm a, an investigative reporter. What do you have to say about yourself? You're a teacher with an OnlyFans page. Well, when I started my OnlyFans page, it was a free page. Okay. And when you have a free page, you cannot post nudity on the page. Right. Okay. You can only sell it behind a paywall. Hmm. So I was like, nothing I'm posting on my OnlyFans page was new. Like there was literally nothing. It was like, it was very similar to my Facebook feed. Sure. Right. Um, so the only way to access anything on my my OnlyFans page was to to have a private DM with me and purchase the pictures. So I was like, I just responded to him. I was like, wow, you sound like you've been very busy, but my OnlyFans page is clean. Um, and I was like, that's all I have to say about this. Yeah, <laughs> so, that's all you need and, to say. Yeah, that's all. So he was like, I'm going to notify your employer. I'm going to write a story about you. And um, he actually stole dozens of my nude photos um, from my OnlyFans page that he ended up using. So, so he, he... Wait, wait, wait. So he had to pay for them to get them. And then he... Okay. Yeah. And, well, at least you got paid for them. <laughs> Well, not enough. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, Sounds like I a winner. Charge my salary, my yeah. annual salary <laughs> for those. Right. So, this is a Saturday, and by Monday, I think I'm literally fired from my job. They call me in on my, you know, month off of work. They fight. They terminate me. And this was before he had even written the first article. So, um, I try to kind of do some damage control and I go and file a protective order in the courts. Mm. Well, because my hope was like, maybe the courts will make him take these articles down. Right. <clears throat> like I've already been fired, but, um, you know, now he's, he's distributing these images of me all over Facebook. But the courts defer the court date for a month. So it, at that point, it was like totally out of my hands. He wrote not one article, but five. And oh I had submitted my termination letter to the courts as evidence of harassment. And he took my termination letter, wrote an article about it, and hid it behind a paywall for people to pay to read my termination letter. <laughs> what? Wow. Yes. What a snake. This is a yeah, oh. this, is like, this is a guy with a lot of extra time on his hand. Oh, so, this, this yeah. So this this guy are you able to mention his name? Because we would love to bash him. <laughs> yeah, his name. Oh God, he, he has the douchiest name too. 
It's. <laughs> I love that you you want to throw that in. I love that. Yeah, sounds perfect. It's the douchiest. Clifton French. That's his name. Yeah, that's a douche. Clifton, without, Clifton French, you're a douchebag. Without even meeting <laughs> him. I, I mean, maybe this is maybe this is things that are in your future, but I, I gotta believe. I mean, if he's paid for these pictures and then distributed them elsewhere, obviously OnlyFans has a very tight copyright infringement policy. I gotta they imagine there, there's something there for you. I I did. I contacted them, but Good. they were like, "Well, he's hosting these pictures on his private server." Oh. So like every single I like I tried so hard to like figure out like what I can do. So he writes this article and and now because he is such a like so radical, clearly mentally ill, um he does not have a big following. He has like 3000 people. And and even after all this um hoopla about me like he still has the same number of followers. Like I have more paying fans on my Facebook, yeah. or like on my OnlyFans. Yeah, winning, winning. Yeah, sorry, sorry, Clifton. Nobody gives a shit about you. <laughs> sorry, Nobody <buddy>. does. <laughs> so yeah. So recently, like the other day, Vice Media wrote an article about me, and um, you know my story and what happened, and I was able to talk to the journalists just like I'm talking to you guys about what happened. And, Good how humiliating this revenge porn was and he was so mad he was throwing a tantrum on his twitter and he was like i wanted my name mentioned and <laughs> he, he literally said the article was about me and i nope. was like it's uh, literally about me nope. nobody cares about you all, nope. the, all people know about you is that you're a douche for doing what you did to a single mom yes yeah, yeah to, well right i mean a single mom a for anybody a, a hard, hard-working hustling single mom who's doing everything to to get by and i if if anybody thinks you're the only teacher who has an only fans account they're pretty stupid i'm yeah. just saying uh is he yes. is, is he in your community or is he close to you he is he is in my community yes mm. unfortunately but you know it's like here's the worst part about it all is like there's a type right and not only is he like this complete narcissist but he has a domestic violence charge he has a drunk driving charge he actually just lost custody of his son <laughs> so it's like he hates like, women He's he an really <laughs> hates women he has some major issue and and I did just read that he's like, um, as part of losing custody of his son, he has to go to counseling. And I, I was like, this therapist has no idea what's walking <laughs> in her office. Man, I'd be he's curious gonna to need look... some therapy after him. Right, right. <laughs> oh. Therapy needs therapy. Um, I, I, my first thought when you mentioned it before, when uh, has he written any articles about men? Has he bashed any men, teachers? Has he bashed any men or only, is he strictly women? Only gay, only gay people. So he uh, really likes to target like the 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 uh, most marginalized population. Like, um, so actually a couple weeks ago, there was a gay high school band teacher that he did the same thing, something similar to, mm -hmm. um, 
I, I don't know the full story because I don't follow his blog, but he he tried getting this um, band teacher fired um, because the man is gay. Let's be real. Why? Mm -hmm. And thankfully, the high school just rehired the teacher back. And Good. man, was Good. he mad. He went, you know, it was like. But that's but the best thing to do. It's crazy. To yeah. His um, articles are almost 100% about teachers. Um, but there was a Democratic sheriff in town that he tried writing an article. I don't know. It's just like, it's too much. It's, it's yeah. insane. I, I like in, in the people that follow him and read his stuff is like, it's all like, I think they're insane as well, because you know, this guy is not credentialed. He's, he's been fired from every um, new <laughs> reputable news station. And also like, if you look at my story, um, the local news knows that he's crazy and the lo local news did not pick my story up because they're not going to touch anything he writes with a 10 foot pole. However, what did happen was some other media outlets did start picking my story up. Yeah. So not only was it like not contained to my community, like I was just you know, it was like, everything was like very humiliating. I've lost my job. I'm panicking. And then the next thing I know, like the New York post is writing about me, the daily star in the UK. Oh I'm God. on barstool sports. Um, I'm on just like a, a variety of uh, podcasts. And then I find out like, I'm very popular in Brazil, actually. Oh, awesome. <laughs> yeah. It's Take just it. like, randomly like on my instagram page like lots of brazilians love me so. <laughs> perfect well you yeah know, why not i yeah i remember when all the when all the i'm just gonna know when all the bullshit articles came out and i i just read something about how you were you were making your students call you the same nickname you you and i'm like what the fuck does that even mean like yeah, he, he wrote that. And so what happened was I worked for a Department of Defense funded program and we all had a, like a teaching call sign or nickname. Okay. So my teaching name was Buttercup and it was like the sweetest thing. Yeah. Kids would literally bring me Reese's peanut butter cups and I'd give them points for it. It was just this like very sweet, um, like I just loved being called buttercup it was just fun yeah. if i go to target and kids see me they'll still come up and call me buttercup yeah but what happened was i just like used it as a nickname for everything like it was like usernames on dating profiles and when i originally set my only fans up i used the the username buttercup and you know and i didn't like i do i regret it because of the twisted and perverted way that he tried writing about it but no nobody on OnlyFans ever called me buttercup it's not a porn name yeah uh it was but now I'm just like so sad that he ruined that and he then ruined like, it tried, ruined it and and tried to portray that I um you know brought any part of OnlyFans into right. that classroom absolutely not right. absolutely not and I'm gonna um, tell you that's why that's why I wanted to bring that up because when yeah. I read it, I just thought it was so, it, it, it meant, I mean, it had nothing to do with the story at all. Not that there was a story, but yeah, 
that just made... I sobbed. I sobbed. Mm. I sobbed when I read stuff like that because the way he portrayed me as not being safe with kids, yeah. it is just, it is absolutely not true. Like I am a mom. I'm a, I've been a teacher for 20 years. I love kids. They're like, kids are very safe with me. Always have been, always will be like, I have a very special place in my heart for kids. And even with like having my only fans, I went back and taught summer camp for three weeks and my boss is sending me a congratulations text and yeah. you know summer camps went really well and stuff and um, we have the history 20 years of history of right. of just yeah great i teaching. did run into um a mom i had taken my kids to this like park event and her daughter was in my summer camp and she had you know seen the stories and stuff and she like stopped me and she she said uh, in front of my kids too, which I think was important. And she was like, I just want you to know that I saw what was said about you. And she said, my daughter was in your summer camp. And she said, she loved you. And mm. she was like, that's all I need to know about you. And she was like, stay strong, buttercup. We, <laughs> we support you. And, um, you know, that was really affirming, you know, to know that um, every teacher has a sex life, whether people want to, uh, you Admit think it. about it or not, you know, every person that goes to work has a private sex life and, you know, people can know when to be professional and not bring a private sex life into 100%. a boardroom or a classroom. Like there right. was, no, you know, there was never anything that I did, no mention of OnlyFans. OnlyFans is an adult site. And um, yeah, that was the way he twisted that and the perversion that he had. Um, it broke my heart, you yeah. know, most definitely. Yeah, I, 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 you know, I apologize for for that. But I like I said, I really felt it was important because I, I just thought it was just such a rotten thing to do and, and yeah everything that he's done has been a pretty pretty yeah. disgusting you know um because it's like with that revenge porn it's meant to be humiliating and the ironic part of the whole situation is like what he wanted to do was use my naked images as clickbait mm -hmm. but Right. It, all it did was drive people to my page. You know, you can't put like a, a decent looking blonde nude picture yeah. on a page. And of course, people are going to click, but they're not clicking it for the story. They're clicking to find out how to. How yeah. To how do I get more of these pictures? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Back up. <laughs> decent looking. You're beyond decent. Looking. Right. You're beautiful. Oh, thank you. So, well, they put a beautiful blonde on yes, yes, like yourself, you. they're going to click. Yes, they did. And so that was when I went from like, I had a hundred uh, subscribers. And then after the media stuff, I, I reached 4,000 on my free page. And then recently I started a subscription page. Yeah. Good for you. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I, you know, at this point in time, like, um, I haven't really talked about this much, but I started really getting into spirituality and doing lots of affirmations. So, you know, I would do affirmations with kids at school 
when we had to give, you know, hand sanitizer to the kids before they came into the classroom, I would give them like a compliment or an affirmation so that we would start our day very positive together. And I would do this with my own kids and I drive them to school and we would say our morning affirmations. Mm. And um, my daughter about two years ago wrote on this dollar bill, millionaire mama for me. And I just like, I keep it and I hold it because, you know, when I first started OnlyFans, my intention was, you know, 50 bucks here and there gets me by. But now I am like determined to manifest this million dollars and change um, the trajectory for my kids. I love that. And I, I, I'm just going to say, we count ourselves as proud subscribers and uh, I'll tell everybody who's watching, go do it. It's worth every penny. So great page. So, and and let's, let's, uh, let's talk about the one unique thing that you offer that I've seen different from, because obviously, you know, we've had other only fan models on so we do our research. Uh, (laughs) You you offer a dick rating with a twist and I've seen dick ratings offered (laughs) by other only fans but you have done it in true teacher style. So. Nice. I have. I hate, and this was, yeah, this was so fun because, you know, I thought when I started OnlyFans, I was like, oh, I'm going to be in the MILF niche. But then when the teacher stuff happened, I was like, oh my God, this like teacher fantasy is a real thing. People yeah, really yeah. have, <laughs> they got this teacher, they're like hot for teacher. So Absolutely. I had this fan message me and he was like, hey, I have this like insane teacher fantasy and I would like a dick rating, but he said, could you please do it in a report card? He said, I think that would be really fun. And then I was like, aha, you know, I'm like business minded. So I was like, well, what could set my page apart from every other OnlyFans page? I'm like, oh, the novelty of a report card. So because of the sublimation business, Well, when I was doing that too, I was like dabbling in graphic design. I would like, oh, you need a, you need a logo for your business. I knock one one up. So 20 bucks. (laughs) Um, Can I I get a dick rating t-shirt? Yeah. (laughs) Yours or just decorated and then put it on a t-shirt. Yeah. Put the report card on there. I like, I passed. What better advertising? <laughs> well, that's true. Honor w- roll. My, or something like my child's on the honor roll. My dick's on the honor roll. Oh, my dick's and you can just roll. make them. You can just make them. That's a t-shirt all out of town. My well, dick's on the honor roll. Anyway, all right. Before, sorry, sorry. before we forget, and I want to, and I partially forgot, you're, the parent that met you in the, the playground said, stay tough, got buttercup? Or what? It, I'm sorry. She said, stay strong, buttercup. Yeah. There's a t-shirt. Stay, stay strong, stay buttercup. strong, buttercup. Yeah. yeah, you could print them and you could sell that. Stay strong, stay buttercup. strong, buttercup. Yep, she did say that. I think that's a, <laughs> I think that's a great, that's a great t-shirt right there. I think we have, yeah, I think we have two opposite ends of the spectrum on intellect. <laughs> From what I'm hearing, that, that whoever the fan was who suggested the dick rating report card, pure genius, Clif- yeah. Clifton French, pure douchebag. So we, <laughs> we've represented both sides. I don't know who that man is who just suggested the report card, but if he's watching, amen to you. Yes, <laughs> and thank you, because that was like a brilliant suggestion. It was brilliant. 
Yeah. Yeah, it was. It was fun. And, you know, I like I had some fun mocking it up and it's yeah. fun to make and have a little. Well, because at a certain point, like the whole experience was completely it was devastating the whole thing was devastating but you know at a at a certain point I was like okay Sarah like one of two things is gonna happen like you're you're either never gonna get off of this couch again and like never want to like show your face in public or you're just gonna have to embrace what happened and make the best of it and use your voice and advocate for things and clearly my story has triggered a lot of people and so when when people are triggered that shows that there's a lot of healing that needs to happen around conversations like sex is a very triggering thing for people people have lots of issues around sex so that shows me like I need to keep talking about this. I need to keep advocating for virtual sex and advocating for teacher pay. Like I can use my voice now um, to talk about really important things. And at a certain point, I was just realized that I can either stay devastated or I can just kind of embrace what's happened and I am a very like playful and fun person so that's why I'm like okay well you know what let's have fun with it and as a single woman like I have seen my share of dick pics like <laughs> I've been on dating sites a long time so for me it's like this is a way to like be more empowered with it and just like have fun with it be playful about it you know yeah I, again anybody who has issues with what people do to make a little money on the side, as long as you're not hurting anybody else. And you're, you know, I mean, it's fun, you know, it, 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 it is was, it, it's, it was like consensual. It was virtual. It was all private. You know, I wasn't posting anything like now on my subscription page, everything gets posted to the wall and stuff, but no, everything was very like, I feel discreet and you, you know, nobody was going to see it unless they were on my page. So right. I, I guess like, if you don't want to see it, you shouldn't have been on there. Yeah. That's the number one rule right there. If you don't want to see it, <laughs> isn't that the then truth? don't go. That's right. So what, I, I think I'm going to answer this, but so what got you off the couch when, when all this came down, it's, it's pretty devastating and you're, you lost your job. What, what, what kept you going? What you got, what got you off that couch? Um, I think like, I just have to, um, you know, even all these years being a single mom, like I got to hold it down for my kids, no matter what, no mm -hmm. matter what, like I got to figure stuff out just like I've been doing. So, you know, even in this experience in life, I am still, um, having to model and try to navigate my way through this as clear-minded and as with with as much grace as I can muster for my children because my children are watching and they're and they're watching me talk about some very important conversations and also what do you do when you've been bullied the way that I have been. How do you stand up for yourself? How do yeah. you get back up and face things? It's like, it's like the resiliency that I've had to 
have inside of me my whole life because my whole life I've been an underdog. My whole life I've had to rebound from rock bottom. You know, this was a new rock bottom. I didn't, you know, I thought I've already been at rock bottom, but, um, you know, it's like, how do you rebuild your life? And when I got my divorce, uh, I had two promises to myself that when I rebuild my life, I will rebuild my life and become my most beautiful self. And I want to build my most beautiful life for myself. And I maintain those two things. And I feel like, um, you know, with that first media cycle, I did very well on OnlyFans financially in July. And I feel like it's driving me harder because I see this as an opportunity that if I use this media opportunity to my advantage, I can potentially change my life. And I don't have grandiose ideas of like buying a Lamborghini. I just like <laughs> want to create some investments accounts for my kids. And I want to be able to give them some financial stability that I, that I never had. And mm. I want them to be very proud of me. Well, I believe, I believe they are. They so have to be. I, I am curious. Um, did your did your kids find out because this guy? I mean, I assume it, it would have stayed private, but this guy outed you, and now you're stuck in the situation where, I mean, they're going to hear about it, so I have to talk to uh, them about yes. it. Yes. So, um, I will tell you personally, the most devastating mm -hmm. uh, part of the whole story was when I started at Starbase. My kids were in preschool, and I taught fifth graders during the school year and this school year my twins entered fifth grade and I had been working with their principal to bring their school to Starbase and my kids were gonna come to Starbase and be in mommy's classroom oh. and it was the only thing we've talked about for a year you know you're gonna be in fifth grade I'm working with your principal I'm gonna bring your whole class and um, so when I saw my kids um, a couple weeks after everything had happened, thankfully they were out of uh, the state, they were on a vacation, um, that telling them that mommy was fired and that you're not going to be able to come and see, be in mommy's classroom, that really broke my heart. Mm -hmm. um, and so in the beginning, I just told them that I am now like a model, just like, you know, people are on Instagram and they do modeling and that's how they get paid for yeah. like being viral. And that seemed to like, um, you know, quell any, any additional questions at the time. Yeah, sure. Good. Good. So without getting into it too, too deep, has uh how has it gone with your ex-husband um supportive well, or is he being a dick uh, he i has, don't know how else to say it yeah 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 he like um has been kind of supportive but also not um like doesn't ask me too much about it i just let him know like when things come up um and I think he thought that I was gonna like 
stop OnlyFans maybe and go and like get a like a more traditional job. Um, but at this point in time, I feel like I want to see where this opportunity can take me. Oh, you got to um, ride this wave. Absolutely. You got to yeah, ride I, this wave. It's kind of <laughs> like, well, all of this happened and now, you know, I why would I not try to um, take advantage financially of everything that's happened to me and try to turn the situation around for something positive and good for myself so yeah 100 percent. well positive for you and your family and obviously positive for the just the subject of you talking about it yes and, and i think the you know at, at a certain point i was like the only thing i really have left is my voice and um she's very you know, sexy by the way oh thank you thank you <laughs> think about getting um, a... <laughs> are you flirting with me Go, go look at the page. I'm sure you can do something with that voice. I'm just you, saying. Oh, I'm, that's I, right. The that's whole right. time we're talking, I apologize. The whole time we're talking, I'm like, she's got to be able to do something with that voice. That's that's an extremely sexy voice. I'm sure well, she would say Well, I, I, I will lend my voice. If someone wants to hire me, I'll do voice work. You just let me know. There you go. <laughs> there you go. And maybe a little bit. <laughs> Oh, so what, so what, <laughs> you, you got this one flustered now. So what is next? Oh, where, I'm just... where do we, where do we go from next? Obviously we're, you're uh, doing everything you can to get this thing out there. I am. Yeah. So what happened was I took the majority of my money. Uh, well, when I got terminated, oh my gosh, it was like that boss that hired me. My boss's boss was like, shame like I never felt so shamed in my life and oh. um he said to me um just so you know if any future employer ever calls us the only thing that we'll be able to tell them are your dates of employment and I said to him I will never need this offer because I will only work for myself from now on so I took some of the, the majority of the money I earned in July, I set up an LLC, I hired some business consultants, and then I used the majority of my money um, towards a PR firm. So the PR firm Ooh. is who has uh, helped me get into the Vice Media. And um, I think last week I sent some documents to Fox News because my hope is to take my story and um, try to get into the mainstream media yeah. and get make it even bigger because, um, you know, when I think about like people on OnlyFans, you know, the girl from the Dr. Phil show, the cash yeah. Yeah. yeah, she makes $40 million yeah. on yeah. It's crazy. So I'm like, I, in my mind, I'm like, when people know about you, when you have a certain level of fame, you people become curious and they'll go and join your page. So for me, it's kind of exploring the media options and seeing what I can do from the PR point of view and also take opportunities for me to share my story from my point of view so that people aren't writing the narratives for me. Yeah, I want to I want to say, yeah, personally, obviously, financially, this is something you need to do for you. But I, I feel like you're not just doing it for you. There are other this story needs to be told so that there aren't 
other single moms doing whatever for profession yes. being being let go because they're doing something on their private time to try yes. and supplement, like I said before, a criminally low income level. So yes. And, and you know, that was one of the things I said during my termination, I was like, I have not done anything illegal. Right. Um, you know, I'm sorry, but if you have to pay taxes on a job, then I don't feel like anybody should be able to say anything. Like right. it's a legitimate job. The government's getting their share of my money. So, um, you know, and also like, I do feel like there is this, um, line between someone's private life and their work life and I don't feel like you're it's your employer's business what you're doing off the clock if you're right. not harming anyone you I'm not doing anything illegal it's not it's private it's not your business what I'm doing in, in my sex life and and to, furthermore as a single woman who's celibate it's really crazy to me that people would have been okay with me having a revolving door of men in my bedroom having sex in real life you know in people are all up in arms about the abortion thing you know I'm not like nobody's getting pregnant on virtual sex no diseases are being spread I honestly feel like I was being most responsible with my sexual energy participating in virtual sex. Sure. Um, but I guess for me, I'm like, oh, really? So if I was on the dating sites and being used for hookups and one night stands, which I have been many times in the past, everyone's okay with that. Yeah. Everyone's okay with women being used as consumables on dating sites and men manipulating women on dating sites when they only have the intention to sleep with you, that's okay. Sending dick pics to women, that's okay. Men aren't losing their jobs because of dick pics ever. That's right. not considered pornography. But my body, because it's female, this is wrong. This is shameful. And this is pornography. It's, it's wrong. And it's a complete double standard. And I've never heard of one, one man losing their job because of dick pics. Like, if that was the case, the We'd amount all be of fired. That'd have been fired every, a long time ago. <laughs> every man, every man would be fired, and women would be ruling the world because well, you, you, don't, don't have, I, you can't say yeah, dick pics. You already should my be. share of them. I'm, I'm curious, what if you can say what was the actual, what was the actual reason for termination they gave you? Well, you know that's interesting because he was like sitting there with the um employee handbook yeah good and yeah, good question. uh but he didn't open it up to anything and point to anything specific um all i was told was that um the board he took this to the board members the board members voted to terminate my employment and um what he wrote which was posted um on that termination letter was basically that um, I had posted inappropriately appropriate pictures um, and that this is a danger to the program that they may lose funding and and housing of the program over this um, but it's interesting because when I was working at that military facility I was sexually harassed all the time 
for years there. I would imagine, yeah. I was, and I had a soldier that stalked and harassed me. I had to get a protective order against him. I had a general who touched my ass during a photo op. I had uh, the technology guy that would stare over the balcony at myself and the children when we did rockets in the hallway, Ooh. all documented and completely fine as long as I stayed silent about the sexual harassment at work. But the moment that I take my sexuality and use it in a way to empower myself and find a way to benefit financially, everyone's up in arms. This is a disaster. She's immoral. And I lose my job. So, yeah. So basically, I mean, what, what I what I picture is somebody with, a you know, a lot of money and, and uh, no ability to be or no ability to be offended at all found out about it because you said the word funding. And as soon as you said the word funding, I'm like, it always comes down to money. It does come down. To so somebody who does funding for the place was like, we are, we're not going to have this. And that's, you know, that's where it comes from. And that's sad. It could have been, but I mean, let's be real. Like with, with the, with the military, if they had used this to their advantage, I probably could have made that a million dollars. <laughs> right, you, there you go. I would have made that a million dollar facility because right. the way those men are, they cannot <laughs> control themselves and the sexual harassment that I endured all those years. I'm like, okay, let's be real. Let's stop with the games, you know? Um, and even if you think about like my boss, so he's telling me to sell my panties on OnlyFans right there. You could look at that as sexual harassment. <laughs> he yeah, yeah. Yeah. He, he would tell us all the time when teachers would bring their classes, um, which teachers he was sexually attracted to. <laughs> One of them was a nun. Wait, what? I'm sorry. Whoa, 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 yes. whoa, what, what? Yes, I'm not, an, I'm not an HR, but I can, I can guarantee that's, that's a. Uh... That's a violation. Yeah. This is a crazy story. So he would tell us which teachers he was sexually attracted to. Why? One of them, one of them was a nun. And I haven't told this story. This is a funny story. Exclusive, exclusive. It is exclusive. So the nun, the nun brings her class. And later in the school year, we have an after school program at the school, the Catholic school. So he's telling us, like, he loves this nun. This nun is hot. This and that. So, so, so we the all have nun. Our own fantasies. People, hey, I've nun? been on OnlyFans long enough to know that everyone's got a kink. I was going to say, nun porn, I'm sure, is popular. Right? I'm sure it is, especially <laughs> if you, like, grew up in the Catholic church, yeah. whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. So the I nun, the, the nun volunteers for the program and the nun comes in one day with a wrap on her neck and just and like it's a class rat and i know that it's it's crazy so she has the rat on her neck and you know talking about the rat and she says she says to my boss she's like sometimes my skin breaks out when I let the rat walk on my neck and we leave the program and my boss was like, that's it. That ruined the nun fantasy for me. Oh, I thought you were going to go the other way. I thought he was like, I'm really yeah, in there. I did too. I did too. No, yeah. no. He was like, no, that's it. The rat, the rat fan. No, but this was like 
calm. Like this was a very common part of working there where I was like, so no, I did not think I was going to get fired when that was like, you know, I have, you know, when he's telling me the teachers he's attracted to and yeah. So, so that goes back to just the working environment. You get comfortable with your, your the other people you work with. Mm-hmm. So you start talking about, and obviously who you find sexually attractive comes up, but wow. Um, it, it was weird. It, it was, it was, you know, and it was one of those things like we were a very small staff. So it was like myself, another Are you teacher, talking about the principal again? A very small staff? My boss. Yeah. It was <laughs> just the three small of us. Staff. <laughs> very small. Well, I wouldn't know. D minus. <laughs> go ahead. No, I, yeah, I did do. I did do my own decorating report card for the blogger, though. <laughs> I saved it on my phone. There I you was go. So mad. I was so mad. You know, I was like, I'm gonna go rate his dick, and yeah. he's gonna fail. And he, he, the only problem with that is he comes back next year. Oh God! You want to get D D minus? Move that dick on. <laughs> somebody else's problem. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. He he is so he's always somebody's problem. I would imagine he's moved on. I would imagine he's found some more people to. So is a dick. Has a dick rate? Were you doing the? I, it's so new. It seems like it was so new with your starting out. Obviously, without the the free and you know no nudity. Yeah. To now um it's expanding so obviously yeah your site is expanded and you're doing so much more yeah so much more things were you when you started out were you selling panties and are you doing no it now? i i just um had some help creating and like a tip board so that i can kind of get a handle on like what do i charge and how do i manage this and stuff so i have kind of been paying like some people to help consult with um on how to grow my page and what other people are doing on their page to earn income and stuff. So I have had people ask for the panties. I have yet to sell a pair. I just haven't done it. Like I got to buy the mailer. I don't know. Like, I feel like I got to get organized on this, but um, somebody asked me today, they said, would you sell your panties to someone in Australia. I said, listen, if you pay for shipping, I'll send them anywhere. Oh, 100%. Yes. They pay for shipping every time. You got it every time. every time. Oh, oh yeah. Yes. I'm not playing that game. All right. So, yeah, we got, we, we've, we've had people on the site that uh, they'll sell panties and they charge for, wear it for an hour, wear it for a day, wear it for three yeah. days. You, you need to get into that whole thing. I um, do. And then you throw and it my, in a pan. And my boss told me to. So, but, like, he knew. That was his business. That was the last piece of business advice. So, yeah. All right. Million dollar panties. <laughs> well, as a as an early connoisseur in the in the panty buying business, I can say it's a it's definitely so. I bought panties twenty years ago. I bet right when the internet was becoming a thing and there was chat rooms and so yeah. and they, and women were hustling then. They knew. Oh Absolutely. yeah. Absolutely. It's always been a thing. It'll always be a thing. And if you, you want, go check out our friend. She runs a, a, a uh, Instagram page called Slutrepreneur, like the word oh, Slutrepreneur. Yeah. And she's all about selling. I mean, she sells her toenails. She sells her socks. She what? sells Ew. everything. And when he says every, everything, everything. And yeah, okay. she, we, we had her on the podcast over a year ago now. And, uh, yeah. 
she's a sweetheart. Her name's Anna D. And uh, yeah, she goes by Slutrepreneur. She wrote like a book on doing all this stuff. She's she's great. Well, I wanna I wanna read about it. I am still looking for the feet people though. Like I I always heard the feet the feet thing was huge, and I just haven't found anyone. So you, you so you have nice feet. Of course, I have nice. Right, I have I nice everything. You do have nice everything. <laughs> you do. You do. I know. I'm. I'm. I'm on the page. I'm not. We had the other. <laughs> we had the other OnlyFans that she got paid to to squish like cake between her toes. She did. People paid extra dollars <laughs> to squish fruit and cake and things between her toes, and they paid really? for her to video it so she would buy a cake and yeah. Men okay. are telling you, men are so disgusting. <laughs> People have their kinks. You said it. They do, and but you know what? I will say this: like. um OnlyFans is a really safe place for yeah. people to yeah. explore their kinks, explore their sexuality. And when I talk about like my fans on my page, there's a lot of reasons people are on that page. Like it's, it's mostly people looking for connection. And, you know, there's a man on my page who is a widow and he's not uh, ready to date yet, you know? Yep. And so OnlyFans helps to fill a void there a sexual need it just because your spouse died doesn't mean you don't have sexual needs and there's a myriad of reasons that people are on the page and it's a good and healthy space to have for people to be able to go and explore things the only thing I haven't gotten into is um when people ask like to be mean Oh, that's how would you do with that? How would you do with that? You can't do the dominatrix teacher. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I mean, I think that would be so hard for me. Like, I, I probably am better for like someone with a praise kink. Like people who (laughs) like, you know, like a very sweet person. They like to feel good, and um, but that is hard for me because I've had some people that are like be mean <laughs> i'm like i i just say listen there's a lot of content makers that would love to do that right I, and they're good I, at it and they, yes and they they that's exciting for them so that is one thing i do value being a content maker is like i get to do what i feel comfortable with i get to and you know the other big thing about only fans that i think is really important for people to know is everything is consensual like I don't do anything that I don't want to do I don't do anything I'm not comfortable with and and um men are very respectful when they ask as well like they will say if do you feel comfortable doing this and then I either get to say yes or no so perfect I do feel like it's a really good healthy way of demonstrating that concept of consent and that everybody is a consensual and willing party participating absolutely see absolutely. And, and i 100% now would want would ask to you subscribe to, be, to her page well no you well, i do but um <laughs> but to ask you to be mean to me just so i could watch that beautiful smile <laughs> in your voice try to be mean and knowing you can't it would yeah i would it that's that's really hard that would be really hard it, I, I think it would be even hard for me to like pretend or to do it because I think just because I've had so much trauma in my life and I I just don't have the heart to hurt people you know I've been hurt so much so I'm just kind of like in my mind I'm like oh my god this person has some sort of trauma 
I can't, you know, I can't do that to them. I'd, yeah. I'd much rather say something nice and positive and, and, you know, be, be a listening ear or something. <laughs> so I have to ask the obvious question. What's the worst dick that you gave an A to? Like, so you had, I mean, if you're not being mean, you had to have seen one that you were like, oh, what do I do with this? Okay. No, <laughs> I give an A to everything. No, I do not give A's to everything. I, but I, I'm more like the teacher who, like, um, if it's really good, then I'll give you like the pluses and the smileys <laughs> and the yeah. stars and stuff, you know? Um, but I, I haven't seen anything where I was like, it, I, they all kind of are very similar. <laughs> like, yeah. They're all like basically the same. Some you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> um, but there, there have been men that have said to me, actually, I think yesterday where the man was like, listen, I have like so much shame around my dick and the size of it. And he's like, I'm really self-conscious about it. And, you know, it brings uh, like a lot of awareness to this whole body shaming culture that we have where women are constantly feeling body shamed. Like even with me being in the media, I've been called fat and body oh, shamed um, you know, but it, it makes me more aware and empathetic that men have the same issue in different ways. And, um, you know, one of the things that I always say is everyone has a story that would break your heart. You know, if you sit down, if you get to know someone where they, they've come from all the different things that they've overcome, um, you know, we all, we all have our stories. We all have our struggles. So I think for me, especially going through what I went through the last couple months, um, I think I just have a lot of empathy, especially when people share things like that. Yeah. Um, you know, I feel like the world is harsh enough. It, lots of people are suffering silently. Lots of people are going through different things, traumas and grief and insecurities and, and, and other devastations, losses. Um, I just feel like I want, I want to represent hope for people. I want to represent kindness and I want my page to reflect that and who I am. And I do occasionally, um, post different things about mental health as well on my page, especially mental health with men, because men do suffer silently. We don't give men enough opportunities to talk about their feelings and to share their mental health struggles. And so I think men feel very isolated, very lonely. And I do believe that a lot of men, you know, they may not want to or be ready to reach out for like professional therapy but they do reach out on OnlyFans and they do tell me different things in the dms and i do keep those conversations very confidential um but lots of people you know they'll share their mental health struggles with me so i do take that to heart that they have found a safe 
space on my page to do so. I think you hit it on the head right there. Oh my so god, I, I, that really that that really hit home. That that's that wraps it up right there. Yeah, I feel I feel like people who need that have and, and stumbled upon your page have stumbled upon what they need. Um, I gotta tell you, you know, when we when we start start talking about doing this, I thought it'd be a lot of talks about you know boob pictures and and that kind of <laughs> stuff. And and that would that's great, but this turned into such a more than that, more than just that. a fantastic yeah. episode. And getting uh, to know you has been terrific. Yeah, thank you. And I hope you'll you know as you are ascending that million dollar ladder ladder, you'll remember us and come back and tell us the rest of the story. Because yeah, we, I I plan on drinking with you guys. Awesome. There you go. We <laughs> absolutely love talking to you. This was so much fun. And if I ever move well, to Indianapolis, I'm going to ask her out. There you go. You, sh- you should. I'm only a couple hours away. So. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, no, I do appreciate you guys. And you were um, one of the very, very first podcasts to reach out to me when the when the everything was happening. And then I lost my Instagram page. Yep. They shut me down. Um, yeah, someone probably reported me. I was like in the news and stuff, but I got it back and then we were able to reconnect. And I know, I so, love it. Yeah, I've been waiting months and months to chat with you guys. So I appreciate you. I got. I do have to ask, were you ever on, were, did you ever talk to the guys from the King, the Wing and the Sting? Because I know when it first hit, they were trying to get in touch with you. They they did. And um, uh, sorry, my phone is almost dead. Oh, no, right. I didn't because at the time I was, talking to a lawyer and the lawyer had advised me not to do the show and I feel like that was horrible advice yes. I absolutely should have done the show well, I would I would reach out to Potter and tell Potter to talk to <laughs> they'll I'm sure they'd be thrilled that you know like if they yeah, wanted to do I, that I'm hoping so I had that article run in Vice and I meant I messaged the producer on Friday so, you know, my hope is, I'm awesome. just, you know, I'm kind of of like, no opportunity is lost. The right opportunities are going to come back around for me and they're going to be bigger and better. So I just keep maintaining that and putting my intentions out there. And like you said, like, um, you know, it's important for me to be able to speak up for myself because I'm not just a body. I'm not just my OnlyFans page. Like I'm a woman with like a big heart and soul and I want to use this opportunity to do really great and beautiful and healing things. I love it. I I, love I, it. I feel you felt you, you spent the time with us showing us that. Yeah. You, you have obvious passion. Anybody who watches this knows there was emotion. I, you know, and uh, I'm very proud of this one. Yeah. Thank this you. this Thank is, you. this is one of my favorites. Thank you so much. Thank so we want you. please promote. Yeah. Promote away your Instagram, your Twitter, your, your only fans, yep. all of it. So um, I have uh, sort of re- redone my um, my handle and everything is love underscore Miss Sarah with an H. Um, if you want the best of value, go to my subscription page because you get all my content free and then you get guaranteed uh, DM messages and everything. But that's my handle across all my socials as well. And you know, I'm a little extra, so I got to have the H, but love underscore Miss Sarah um, underscore unlocked is my OnlyFans page. Awesome. And we will go look down here. It's down there. We will put it in the links and people go check it out. Like I said earlier in the show, go subscribe worth every penny. Every penny. Thank you guys. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Thank you for your time. I appreciate it.
Have a great night. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you for listening. The tavern is closed for now, but we'd love to have you back for more fun next time. Seriously, though, get your asses out of here. Welcome to Tuning Into Sound Wellbeing, where we harmonise your mind, body and soul. I'm Amanda, your sound therapy expert. And I'm Stephen, the curious explorer uncovering the mysteries of sound. Together we explore vibrations, frequencies and the power of sound therapy and tuning forks. Discover ancient wisdom, reduce stress and tune into a healthier life. Subscribe to Tuning Into Sound Wellbeing today. Hey there, I'm DC. I host the rock podcast, Back to the Arena, The Interviews. It's about a 30-minute podcast where I talk one-on-one with a band who has released new music. You can find us on all the best podcast sites like Spotify, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, and more. If you're a rock band like me, subscribe today to Back to the Arena, The Interviews. Electric Acid. Electric Acid.